0: bad feeling about this birthday too. The bad feeling was sitting in my stomach, weighing me down. I climbed out of bed, my bare feet heavy on the old wooden floorboards. Ivy sighed. It can't possibly be worse than last year. I hoped she was right, but I still wasn't convinced. We got dressed, putting on matching dark blue dresses that were some of the few clothes we owned, and headed downstairs. It was early in the morning and the house still hadn't warmed up, even though it was the last day of August. I suppose a birthday breakfast is too much to hope for, Ivy whispered. It was. We arrived in the chilly kitchen to find our stepmother lazing in a chair, a glass of something pale and unappetizing in her hand. Oh, she said when we walked in. You're up. Well, make yourselves useful then. Get the fire swept and lit. I looked at her in disbelief. I'm not your servant. I muttered under my breath. Ivy gave me a wary look. Edith stood up and slammed her glass down on the empty table, sending the drink splashing from the sides. She must have heard me. When you're in my house, she said, pointing a finger at us. You live by my rules, understood. I was about to protest further, but that was when father walked in. Good morning, he said, rubbing his eyes with one hand, the other tugging on his tie. Everything all right? It was like someone had flicked a light switch. The murderous expression evaporated from our stepmother's face and was replaced with a calm, serene look. Quite wonderful, dear. The girls had just volunteered to make a fire for us, hadn't you, girls? I had a good mind to set fire to her pinafore, just to spite her. But that definitely wouldn't have gone down well with father. Ivy obviously didn't fancy getting into trouble either, because she went over to the fireplace without a word and began sweeping it out. I muttered a few choice words under my breath and went over to help her. When we'd finished, Edith told Father that we'd also volunteered to make everyone breakfast. Father just yawned and smiled, his eyes staring somewhere into the past. I couldn't take much more of this. You know it's our birthday, don't you? I said. After all, isn't that why you brought us here? There was a cloud over his expression for a moment, and his eyes shut. Our mother, Ida, had died just after we were born. I could almost see her image painted on the back of his eyelids. Our birthday was a painful reminder. But then his eyes opened again, as if nothing had happened. Of course I know that, Scarlet, and you're very kind to offer to make breakfast on your birthday. So we made breakfast while Edith just sat in her chair by the now roaring fire and smirked. When the bacon and eggs were done, she jumped up and pushed us out of the way. You've done enough now, she said. Go and sit down. Reluctantly, I let go of the frying pan and sat down at the table. Boys, Edith yelled, breakfast. There was a sound like a stampeding herd as our stepbrothers came pelting down the stairs and into the kitchen. All neatly dressed, I noticed, in clothes that were shiny and new, not covered in ash and cooking grease like ours. I watched open-mouthed, as Edith once again gave them the biggest helpings. She dished out plates that were nearly as full for herself and father, and then for us? Well, we were given the burnt scraps from the bottom of the dish. Father didn't even seem to notice. I was hungry, and even scraps of burnt bacon and scrambled egg were better than nothing, so I ate it. But I could still feel the anger burning in my stomach. Good boys, Edith said as they devoured their food. You can go out to play now. Your sisters will wash up. One of them, Harry, the youngest, just started laughing, and that was when I snapped. I stood up, my chair scraping the floor loudly. Really? Do you want us to mop the floors and make the beds too? Happy birthday to us. Don't talk to your stepmother that way, father said, tracing his fork around his empty plate without even looking at me. Ivy grabbed my dress and tugged me back down to my seat, I knew how much she hated conflict, but I couldn't put up with this for a moment longer. It was so unfair. You're making a scene again, Scarlet, Edith said, swirling the drink in her glass. She seemed to have refilled it. Oh, this isn't a scene, I muttered. I tied my dress in angry knots round my fingers. You should see me make a scene. Ivy decided to take that moment to make a desperate attempt at limiting the damage. Father... She said, do we have any presents?